Your inner geek wants to come out and play, but where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. We've got the show's namesake, BJ Shea. Hi. And running the boards is Joey Dees. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hey. Mm. Hello. On today's show, we'll be talking about television. And of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, BJGeekNation.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. I was hoping more sound effects. Oh. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Thank you. <laughs> Where we can get our blogs, podcasts, and more. 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 Or okay. just look up BJ BJ Shay's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes to find us. Yes, and you can send us an email, bjgeeknation at gmail.com, just like Shane did, who actually loves it when we say more. More. He says, more. I know this is really random, but I really love it when you guys all say more at the beginning of your shows because his last name is Moore. <laughs> and he's been in the military for the last 14 years, so he always perks up a bit and smiles when he hears it. So, A, thank you for our service, and B, I'm glad that uh, our just little thing like that, uh, which is pretty silly, is able to put a little bit of a smile on your face. Yeah. And, uh Send us emails. We love to hear them. Send us Facebook messages. Plenty of ways to get a hold of us. BJ. Yes. We waited until you came back. Oh, thanks, buddy. Because, well, personally, I have only watched, I think, the first two or three episodes of Westworld this this season. There's season only eight three. of them. So I know. Yeah. And I'm just like, every time I look at it, I'm like, yeah, I'll probably get to it. But, I mean, I was pretty okay with how season two ended in terms of being in Westworld, and I haven't been drawn to the real world like I felt I should be at this point, so it's been kind of on the back burner, but all three of you have seen the finale of Westworld, seen the entire season three, so spoil away. You guys get to tell us how you feel about this and uh, I f- yeah, I feel like we're going to get a divide in the world of Westworld fans like we have with Matrix fans. Some th- people there, there was a lot of talk uh, a lot of uh, uh, chatter on Twitter especially about, I mean Twitter's kind of a hellscape for people who mm-hmm. want to be uh, pissy about stuff but like there definitely a divide. Some people who love it who are essentially just hate watching it to get through it to get to see where they're going with the story and then some people People who are still just loving it. Well, and that's the that, and I bring up the Matrix because you know part of me really wanted to see. I definitely wanted to see what will Neo be like now that you know when he gave that great speech at the end, saying I don't know who you are or you don't know who I am, but I'm mm-hmm. going to come after you. You know, and you're like, oh, it would be so cool to see what would happen. Then we saw what would happen, and people didn't like it. Yeah, uh, with you know two and three, and I think it's the same thing with season three of Westworld. It's like we know that you know we know Dolores is going her way and Maeve is going her way, and you can you could leave it at that and imagine what happens when they're turned loose on the real world, yeah. and, and leave it there. And some people could, but they decided to show us what would happen, and that is season three of Westworld. And like you said, it's been uh, it's been mixed. Yeah, and uh, so how are you feeling about it, having seen the whole thing? Just, like, the the overall reaction to it. I will tell you this. 
I am finding this out with a lot of people who are younger than me because of my basically living on this planet longer than other people and my therapeutic journey, I get so much more out of what I think some of these shows are trying to do that may go over some people's heads because they just haven't lived the kind of life I've lived and have lived as long as I've lived. Because I, I, I tell you right now, I'm, watch, I'm, I'm binge watching Deep Space Nine. This isn't to be patronizing. I'm getting more out of Star Trek Deep Space Nine now than I did when I watched it in my 30s. Oh, yeah. See, I watched it when I was a lot younger and I couldn't get through it. Yeah, and uh, the same thing with Space 1999, the first season. I hated it when I was in my teens. <laughs> Rewatched it, bought the Blu-ray, and got so much more out of it. So there's a there's just sometimes stuff just isn't ready for you yet where you are. And and if you can suffer through you not being ready, if you come back to something in 20 years, you may get more out of it, or maybe not. Maybe you'll still think it's a pile. Interesting, interesting take on so this. Th- so that's why I'm liking the third season, because I like what it's saying about the world that would create Westworld in the first place. Like, what is life like in a world that would create a theme park where horrific stuff like this happens to these 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 robots that apparently can feel because and all of this that they want to revolt? What's the world like that and created this? I think even uh, like El, uh, Evan Rachel Woods. I'm totally blinking. Uh, Dolores. Yeah, Dolores. Yeah. Uh, she makes comments. They go to like a sex party type of thing in one of the episodes, and she's trying to get something from somebody. She's like, wow, your world isn't too much different than mine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so there's a lot yeah. of similarities. And it's that's just a great line if you, as we get close to the end of the season. It, oh, is, yeah. it is because that's the story of the story is that who's really controlled, who's really programmed. Wait, is know, this a matrix within a matrix within a matrix? I mean, that's there was where, a few elements yeah. of that this season. They, they, they definitely want to inceptionize you. But I think Joey Dees and Ricky, I, 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 I look forward to hearing what they think because they're a different demographic. And um, I liked it a lot. I still don't think it was as great as season one, but I still liked it a lot. When, well, when it comes down to uh, uh, a lot of opinions about uh, stuff on the old podcast here, uh, Joe's kind of the anti-Mikey. Well, yeah, yeah. You just like, you hate everything. I'm the one who grinds the gears. That's why we're let Vicky go first. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel about it, Vicky? Um, I actually, it's it's a mixed feelings, but I don't. It's not necessarily the show's fault. Oh. Uh, I have mixed feelings because, and I think I've said this before in a previous episode, we're at a time where things are a little rough mm-hmm. in the world. We're all like extra stressed out. We want to feel good. And uh, you you don't necessarily feel good watching this. It's not like watching, you know. Good point. Like, it, yeah. But it's so good. Yeah. Like it's so good, but it didn't hit me the right way. If I If this would have aired like last year or a couple months down the line, like I think I would have like been more obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want to rewatch all of it all over again just to catch everything. I'm just not in the mindset to do it right now. Just when your anxiety levels due to the real world are, mm-hmm. are a little bit more, little bit that's more a level. Very, that's a very excellent point. That's an interesting. That's yeah. a very, very excellent point. I think that might be partially why some people are not digging this. Mm-hmm. Because when you watched the first season of Westworld a couple years ago, life was a lot different than it is now. And I mean, it's the same level of brutality and it's the same idea, but... You don't have that whimsy of the Western vibe. Yeah. So I feel like that also probably takes it away for some people. Uh, but it was super well done. I had a blast watching Giggles, which I didn't realize that was the character's name, played by Marshawn Lynch. Oh, it was actually his name is Giggles? Yeah. yeah. I just realized that. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. He has a really awesome moment in the last episode. It was so badass. 
just if you like Marshawn Lynch in general. Yeah, like yeah, and we're up in Seattle, so it, yes. it helps a lot on that end. Marshawn Lynch, a beast mode. <laughs> yeah, former former NFL football player, if you don't mm-hmm. know. Yep. Um, yeah. But it's I, it took a turn. I love that it was able to surprise me. Uh, I was not expecting the ending, and I can't wait for the next one just because it's like, okay, now this is what's going on. And they have confirmed a season four, mm-hmm. so they're going to have to be doing uh, doing more with uh, Westworld. Joe, yeah, are you I, excited I, for season four? And boy, we had conversations <laughs> as he watched episode after episode, and I kept saying, "Well, just wait, just wait. There's a couple just of things, wait, a couple of things, whatever." Wait. And I'm interested to see now that he knows he was, it all. He was a few episodes behind you originally, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now it'll be interesting to see what what he thinks after he <laughs> so knows it all. I have a question. All. This series is based off a book, correct? It is, and, and this uh, season uh, is a not. movie or a movie. Yeah, and so the essentially the first. The first season was what the movie was. Michael Crichton wrote the uh, wrote the book slash movie. He did Jurassic Park. Yes, and yes. that's the thing. And it, it's the same. It's the same concept. Like Westworld is the earlier version of Jurassic Park, just with robot cowboys instead of dinosaurs. Nineteen seventy three. Yeah. Okay. So I now I'll get your guys' opinion on this. I think Westworld season one was by far the best okay. of the three seasons. I can't argue with uh, that. the first two I've seen. Yeah. Then, yes. yes. <laughs> Westworld season two was worse. But it contained all the main characters and told the story. Yeah. Westworld season three, entire the entire premise of the show is that Dolores can see the future. And it's just not very good to me because every decision she makes, I won't understand until I finish the show. Because it has to go full circle for you to go, oh, that's why she was doing this. Oh, that's why she was doing this. And it's in every single scene with her. I was going to say, I feel like that's the theme of the show Westworld. Not necessarily like just the idea of everything having to you have to wait to the end to kind of get that payoff. And they've done that with uh, with uh, with both seasons and the first two seasons. But I'm going on a discovery with the main character in seasons one and two because they're discovering themselves in season three. She knows everything. Yeah. And I don't. So the difference is I feel nothing for the actions she's making and Within the new world that they introduce, the rules don't seem to stay the same. For instance, in the last episode, a character gets stabbed and seems incredibly pained. But in that same episode, she gets shot three times and does not seem incredibly pained. So it doesn't really follow its own rules in a lot of the episodes. And something like that will absolutely take you out of what's going on as well. Is, so, it, is it weird to me, though? Like, that's in any kind of action movie, though, if you think about it. There's always the, oh, I got stabbed by a knife in the leg. This hurts so much. But then they're fighting and they get shot. I feel like that's just like a typical movie trope. Like, it, I just kind of suspend it to fantasy kind of a thing. Or adrenaline. That's kind of, if you get shot when you're not paying attention, it's going to hurt more than if you're getting shot while you're fighting somebody for your life. But the major plot point in the in this season is that Dolores fakes injury to get Aaron Paul's character to like her. That's how he, they connect. So it's clear that that's intended for mm-hmm. her. But then later on, they reverse it and have her have this incredible fight with Maeve that doesn't really make any sense because they're both essentially robots. So you know they don't feel any of that pain. So I don't really get the connections that they're trying to make in this season based on that, if that makes sense. Like, she knows what's going to happen. In the end of the season, they go, hey, Dolores was actually a good person. She was trying to save the human race. But then you find out that in reality, she actually saves her own race because the copy of her creates all the robots in the end and actually wins. So I don't really know what the point of the season was. You know, they're Mm. like, hey, she saved the human race. See how she tricked everyone and had a great plan? 
but actually she didn't, and there are going to be a lot of robots, and she wins. So I don't really know what they were expecting when they were like, all right, and now season four is going to be about them maybe not destroying the human race after all again. And she did say she wanted a place for them, so maybe she's, you know, I, 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 I felt like a lot of conflict in her. Like, was she going to have to, she wanted a place for her people, wanted to preserve her people, but did she have to kill humans to do it or just change the way they were so that she could have a safe place for her people to go? That was confusing to me. I don't know what, what Dolores really wanted to do. I was led to believe that, okay, maybe she doesn't want to kill everybody because Maeve then went on her side. And all Dolores was trying to do was just basically reset humanity so they all could live in peace. But it's not super clear, which, of course, is what Westworld's all about there. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, you know, I didn't notice you said before her feigning her injury way at the beginning. It makes sense now because, I mean, she had planned this the entire time, which means that injury, it looked like he just came upon her and was just being a good guy. But she planned that the whole time, which is even more brilliant that she does your idea that she knows the future. Or is it because she's tied into the system and knows what the future of all humans are, which was the premise of this season? Is that all humans' powers are... Yeah, all humans' futures are determined by this gigantic computer thing that, that they eventually corrupted. That's the whole key thing, right? That's what mm-hmm. the whole season is based off of. The AI is actually a step below Dolores because Dolores in the theme park is actually a, you know, the Anthony Hopkins character, true AI. She is a living, breathing AI. And so what happens is she's better than the AI, right? And she, connect, and she immediately realizes it when she goes to the real world. So the AI instead, right? is actually working for her. Yeah, and it's really weird because she controls the AI, Maeve controls the hosts. Like, Maeve still can control her. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Well, like, they both have a power, which I find very fascinating. Yeah, actually. absolutely. So, so Maeve is actually just a lesser Dolores. That's the whole point of the last episode. She well, says it. She goes, you're all images of me. You were all created from me. That's true. But Maeve somehow superseded that, that Maeve could control Dolores. No, the whole point of the last episode, right, is that Dolores was going to die in, the, in that part because she wanted all those things to happen, right? She, yeah. she, the reason she never kills Maeve is because Maeve has to save Aaron Paul's character. That, yeah, that I get. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is even Dolores, though, one time said to Maeve, says the woman that can control everybody. Well, that's be- to lead her down that path, yeah. right? Because she needs Maeve to be in that last scene. Yeah. But my problem, again, with the whole series is they end it with Dolores is the hero, and Dolores says, I believe humanity is actually beautiful. I see what they can do, right? But then in the very last scene, they go, just kidding. Dolores' crazy self that goes crazy is actually going to end up conquering oh, the world. You mean, you oh. mean, you, you mean um, uh, Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte yeah. Hale. Hale. Other Charlotte Dolores. Hale. Oh, yeah. So well, it doesn't make any sense. Well, it's the whole nature versus nurture thing. It's the, they, you can start yeah. off the exact same. Like, that's why you can have, like, two siblings in the same environment grow up the exact same, and one turns out to be a serial killer, and the other one turns out to be, you know, a school teacher. But the whole series is based off of the AI determines humans' lives, right? They determine your entire life from birth, right? So you don't actually have decisions. That's the whole choice thing, right? And then Dolores has throughout the entire season the ability to see the future. So she knows what's going to happen, right? Otherwise, none of it would work. Well, that's interesting unless she really doesn't have the ability to see all futures. Well, what's Dolores' main thing she said throughout the season, right? I want a future for my people. Right. But that's why I don't get the last scene because they try to play it off like that's not the ending. Well, yeah, you're right. And the only thing, what we've come to know is that somehow Dolores and splitting up herself into five different situations, and like Vicky said, the nature versus nurture, the one thing maybe Dolores didn't predict or didn't see in the future was that her own self 
would actually turn on her, which is interesting in a human sort of mind thing. I mean, that's at least what they're, whether we like it or not, I think that's what they're doing is they're saying, geez, Dolores, you had the best intense intentions, but look at you. you, you your other self was exposed to abuse, and because of it, your creation is going to destroy your plan. I think that's what they want us to believe. How would Future Sight work that way, though? Well, you said she has Future Sight. Not too sure I'm getting she has complete Future Sight. But every action that every character makes in that show is designed by her. She just intentionally had all those things to happen, right? She even knows she's oh, I, 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 I see your point, Joe. I just don't know if that's what the creators are saying. That's all. I don't know. I really don't know if your point is right because you're right. It's definitely contradictory. And either A, they made a mistake or B, your point is wrong. I just don't know which one it is. I still have a very far-fetched fan theory. And I kind of mentioned it without spoiling it a few episodes back uh, where I don't think that's Dolores. Like, I... I, I, I 90% sure it is, but 10% of me doesn't think it's Dolores in Hale's body. I think it's Teddy. Teddy! I know. You, you've you been yeah. wanting to think that. You've been thinking that a long time, and even it, after the reveal that they were yeah. all her. But there's something about it when... I just want Teddy! No, it's that moment where, you know, uh, Dolores is comforting Hale, like, in the bed, and it's just like, it's okay. You know, she's got her. It kind of reminded me of, like, Teddy, he would do anything for Dolores anything but then i think he ends up like shooting himself or something in yeah. season two mm-hmm. yeah they, i believe he does commit yeah. suicide. yeah that's he why does, yeah. I, yeah if he does and, and, and does he do in a way that he destroys his he stack? destroys his stack well, yeah. oh, stack. He did? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, like i don't he I shoots don't himself in the head i remember yeah that his much. little ball yeah. yeah yeah but i mean i would assume that wouldn't kill him because how many people shoot other hosts no in no the head? It, no if he gets his if it gets his ball he's done no i know but why would you design a host that way if they're getting shot and killed all the time head smashed in why would you make it so easy to kill oh. one of those well they have multiples that's the idea right in a weird way that's how dolores is able to kind of transfer herself to a bunch of different places is you can't copy it or at least that was my implication at the end of the show yeah that's mm. the that's a confusing thing like if yeah. you, you like that did confuse me like uh, the that moral you could of the do story that. three people watch yeah. the ending of season three and are all very and confused that, and that is what westworld has been yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's definitely open to interpretation which a great art piece is but it can also be frustrating well Anyone out there who has their own fan theories or their own theories that they've looked up or uh, found out about or decided what they are at this point, let us know. Shoot us an email. Let us know about it. Send us a Facebook post or any of those things. Uh, Let us know what you think about this. I'd love to hear about it. And Rev, it looks like officially now the man in black is indeed a robot, but only in a weird different way they ended it. Oh, of course. And I was was curious because I've seen the old I'm a robot, but... Maybe in a different way. Well, what? I'm Ish. not going to tell you how he's a robot. If you if you do t- plan on watching, I'll let you f- discover how he turns out to be a robot. Perfect. It is different than what you might expect. Okay, then. Well, uh, now it is time for... The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, what do you got for us? I'm calling it my miscellaneous Oh, version. the miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. Misc. Because it's a little bit of everything. All right. First off... We're going to start with a meme. Oh, yeah. There, there's a shock. <laughs> yes. And I think this applies to a lot of nerdy people. So I feel like this is going to hit okay. home. Well, well, yeah. At least it, it's a nerdy meme. Kind of. It's like, uh, is there an emoji for I saw your text, but I didn't know how to perfectly respond to it. So I waited until I knew exactly what I want to say. But it's been three weeks. So now I just feel s- like microburst of shame every time I see your name in the elephant graveyard of messages on my phone. Vicky, is this you? Yes. Because <laughs> I'll sit there and I'm like... What am I going to say? I'll, I'll think about it later, and then I forget. <laughs> and so this person, a com- somebody else comments, I submit to you the squirrel emoji. Squirrel! And the uni- it's the universal indicator that you became distracted but now have circled back around. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, I really like sense, that. Yeah. Like, that All should right. be a thing. 
and I feel like a, like I'm not the only one that does this. So you will you will put the squirrel emoji on immediately, or will like, you do it later after you haven't responded? Well, when you haven't responded, you realize you have not responded, and don't want to be like, sorry, I forgot to respond. You just do squirrel. It's, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's the precursor to you actually answering it because you yeah. realized, oh, they didn't ignore me, or it's like the worst thing ever. Like when you see that Facebook message and it's, it's seen, and you're like, but. But you're not responding. It's like, do they it's hate like, me? Yeah, what I do wrong? Right. Like, they don't want to be my friend anymore. Oh, God. But, but this way, it's like, oh, no, it's not about, it wasn't you, it was me, my fault. It's a nice way to just conveniently in one little emoji say, my bad. Well, yeah. I mean, hieroglyphics were the old uh, ancient Egyptian Dude, way. I'm learning we're a getting lot. back to that. I am learning a lot about communication. There was that movie, I think it was, uh, oh, gosh, the Kaiju movie, uh, Pacific uh, Rim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was some scenes in Pacific Rim, I remember, that the director said he did specifically, maybe for his daughter or somebody he knew that was a, she could only get visual images for communication. So oh. so, so colors and things meant more to her than, uh, uh, I guess, a person who like myself. Interesting. And that's, I, there's a there's a term for it, but like, she really got messages from the colors and the way, the way things were. It really hit her emotionally. And I had no idea of this form of communication. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. There, I'm finding this out in life because of my wife, which I find interesting. Like my wife would probably be like a lot of people who are in your category, Vicky, if they were like born into social media in a way the way you have been. Because my wife is that person. Mm-hmm. She can't communicate quickly. And she's always thought it was a fault. And I've said to her, no, you know, I've come to find out, honey, I'm the crazy person. Everybody else really <laughs> needs to think before they speak, like especially with important statements. And I'm just like, oh, I've got an answer right now. And then I have to come back weeks later going, yeah, remember so that dancer I gave thing, you about yeah. the big life change? It's completely wrong. Well, I think it's also, you know, a thing that for me I had to discover. I had to. Re- I used to have to respond to everyone right away. Oh, and yeah. Having that stress on you is not really good for your mental health. So if I don't have the mental space to answer somebody, something as simple as, Oh, what do we want to have? Like, you know, what do we want to do this weekend? You know, assuming, you know, this was before all this was going on. So clearly mm-hmm. I'm not going okay. out right now. Let's just set our clocks back to February. Right. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, 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 I'm just going to, I can't, I'm not going to force myself to make a decision just like BJ does immediately. I'm going to stop and think about it and get back to it later. Although if it's not super important, I might squirrel it. <laughs> um, and poor Joey D's. He he has he has a sister and a father who are massive schedulers who be like, look, we got stuff going on this weekend. It's Monday. How do you not know what you're doing on Saturday? Right. And poor Joey is just like, <laughs> what is wrong Joe? with you, crazy people? <laughs> My sister tells me if I don't show up on time for a gaming day when it's just me, BJ, and her at two o'clock. If I'm not there at two o'clock, oh, I'm wasting their time. She goes crazy. If you don't show up on time, don't show up at all. But we're playing board games. Doesn't matter. I'll be like, oh, yeah, Saturday, I don't know, like one, two-ish, somewhere around there. She's like, one or two? Those are not the same thing. (laughs) The ish. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to be like getting up and starting the day. It wants to be relaxing. You know, we're just going to be gaming. She's like, well, if you're not here at one, I mean, what am I supposed to do till then? (laughs) I don't know. You're at home. Find something to do. Hey, relax. (laughs) I can't relax. Relax. Relax until I show up. It really is, for us, it's a thing of control. Right. That's Mm -hmm. right. And, and, And that's where, you know, you guys find some other way to feel control mm-hmm. and feel stable in your life. For us, it's scheduling. But I've learned from I've learned from you two how, and pretty much Aww, everybody in Seattle, learning. really. I've learned from everybody in Seattle because <laughs> I think it's a Northeast thing where we're all just crazy people and, Dude, yeah. you know, scheduled and whatever. And you were always late if you were five minutes early. And I have to agree. I've lived on, the, on both coasts and it was just a really weird thing oh. to be on the East Coast. And everyone's just boom, 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 got to go everywhere. Got to wear a suit and tie. And I'm like, no, no. I don't need to. Ah. I don't need to wear any of those things. It's like, I pay my bills. I'm an adult. Yeah. yeah. 
I think I've seen the Rev in a suit and tie twice, yeah, and it is weird. With a tie, I look like my head is detached from my body. It looks just like a balloon it's, hanging over my shoulders. I like you in a like half suit and kilt. Yes, yes. And then the nice little ascot. Oh, yeah, your dre- the, or, or your steampunk look. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's why yeah. I did that, so I but, don't have to wear a traditional suit and tie. But seeing you as in corporate America look, it's just nope. like, no, the universe is wrong. It is. Uh, well, how about something to de-stress us? Okay. Like, oh, perfectly. How about schedules? Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, that's a whole different thing, oh, and I don't have. No. I don't want to pay my my therapist another bill. <laughs> um, so some people use fidget spinners. Some people have like the little spinny rings. They have little things to hold on to. I've seen like these little like stretchy, like kind of oh the old stress things. balls too. Remember oh, those? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I've yeah. also seen people use rubber duckies. You're so fun. Well, rubber how about? Ducky. And I love seeing all the different variations. My foster brother, we have given him a collection of different rubber duckies. That's adorable. He's got like a Batman one, Superman. <gasps> what? We Bat get them out duck. of a claw machine at the grocery store, and it's like play till you win. There are superhero <laughs> themed duckies. Yes, I mean these are the little cheapy ones that you Still, get at the claw machine. Where was what? So these. Are I really, missed everything. But how would you like to bring a little Middle Earth to your bathtub mm. or to your, uh, you know, stress, you know, stressful meetings? Yeah. Right. Uh, apparently, this company is making Lord of the Rings themed rubber duckies. It's I want a Gandalf time. duck. Oh, the Gandalf duck is hilarious, <laughs> and he's smoking his pipe. Of course, oh. he is. I want. I uh, know. I want a Frodo one. Then I can just let it wander around my bathtub for hours. And he's, ah. got, he's got his little uh, his little ring. Frodo's got a cute little ring. Uh, That's adorable. Yeah, he does. They got. They even have Legolas, and he looks like he's about to pull out an arrow. These. Are, yeah, they run. They run about thirteen bucks a piece. What about Gimli? Uh, Gimli doesn't look like they have big Gimli. Bearded dwarf duck, right? I love Come it. On, it I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're about thirteen bucks a piece, and you can get them at numskull.com. Num being n m n u m then skull. All right, yeah. perfect. He's so cute. Oh, and they come when they pack the package comes. They they look like they're in a little Lord of the Rings bathtub. <laughs> yeah, Vicky's gonna buy these. Maybe it might, yeah. he might my, my foster brother might need them for his collection. Yeah, that's who it's gonna be for your foster <laughs> yes, brother. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> well, until next time, guys, stay nerdy. Your inner geek wants to come out and play, but where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club.